Cheek. Hello, New York. Welcome to Chic NYC. I am Melissa Rich. Coming to you live for and just like that recaps episode four. In this episode, I am joined by my longtime friend Danny Murphy. I'm not sure. I feel like Danny and I met somehow like through Sex and the City in some ways, either through the bus tour or my old podcast, Speaking of Carrie. I'm not sure, but I meant to ask him. Regardless, I very much equate Sex and the City with our friendship. We talk about it all the time. He's so much fun. He's so funny. You might know him on Instagram and TikTok and everywhere as at Cashmere Danny. Very funny. Um, so I'm thrilled and grateful that he was able to come on today as COVID rages through New York. My God. Um, I also want to shout out to Paula for emailing. Fully called you Pauline in the podcast. Sorry about that. Um, but thank you for reaching out. And if you would like to reach out, any questions, comments, something you want to hear discussed, um, Polly emailed through my website or you can DM me on Instagram at Melissa underscore rich underscore. Um, it's a great episode. Truly. I mean, I feel like I say this everyone, but I'm like, oh, it's my favorite one yet. But I think they're just, you know, getting better and finding your groove. But I was really excited to meet Seema, Carrie's real estate agent, we now know. Um, stunning, gorgeous, kind of an alternate reality Carrie. Like if she had not settled down with Big, would Carrie be a 50-year-old woman, never married, you know, on hopefully Raya in New York? Probably. Interesting. Interesting. And, and, and we had her smoking again. So what, what more do we want? Um, I hope you are safe. I hope you're well. If you have COVID, I hope you have really good uh, TV to watch. Something, you know, that's keeping your mind busy. Um, and I hope that uh, you have a great holiday. Whatever it turns out to be. I feel like they're all fucked this year anyway. I mean, if you are going home, it's like, oh my God, it's an anxiety nightmare. Because we live through the apocalypse once again. Um, but thank you for listening and enjoy. Mwah. Literally, I feel like you are the first. Jake has been incredible, but you are, I would consider you an expert. Oh, that's an honor for show. you. Listen, I feel, or a fellow expert, I would say. Like <laughs> in, the, in the old pod, I remember when Elise and I would be like, we got to get Danny on. He is like on our level of knowledge, old time fan, boom, boom. Like you it's get It's so it. good. It's, it's all, it's all I watch sadly, but truly. <laughs> I, isn't it funny when you like have a phase of it and you're just like, I can't watch anything else and like nothing kind of hits the same marks that it does exactly. in a way. It's a thing where it's like so soothing, but also. Like, I'll just be like, oh, let me just watch one episode. And then you know what happens the next episode. You're like, <laughs> like oh, I have to watch mind. that. And then suddenly, American Grand Paris, Un do again. It's just really uh, yep. full circle. <laughs> again, Un do again. Un do trois. <laughs> Un do trois. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Okay, well, I feel like I have to start with you at, like, the first episode, unfortunately. Like, we will uh, we'll, we'll dissect episode four. But I, I, you can't talk to someone without talking about the first episode episode because because yeah i mean like uh, for me it, it, it's like literally like a, a shrooms trip it was so insane <laughs> like an ambient fever dream come to life like 
I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say that like it really did make us in this new wave of COVID, like that just really expedited everything. (laughs) This premiered, and then suddenly everything has shut down again. I'm not blaming, but I'm not not. But I gotta say, I know some people started hating it. I was sucked back in the second, like the second I saw them all, like going to sit down because I was like this sure. is just what I've missed in my life they had the awkward the awkwardness with Samantha it was so clunky at the beginning uh-huh. they got their footing at the end of that so that was super clunky but I really did just love seeing all of them together even though like some faces are different some the the, the dialogue was not as quippy as it was before for a minute but it was really like soothing to, I was like oh god I, I will watch this until the day I die, because they'll just keep on making more versions. Of course. And and they will. As long as we keep watching it, they're going to make it, oh, unfortunately. Yeah. That is so funny you say that. It was such a whirlwind of insanity between COVID and this. Not to mention, I feel like it was some sort of witchy spell. Like, the first lines <laughs> of the series are like, don't you remember when we had to keep six feet apart? And then it's like, yeah, we do. And guess what? It's happening again right now. <laughs> Strap back in, you stupid, stupid whores. <laughs> Thanks, Carrie. Exactly. Thank you, Carrie, blaming her for everything. <laughs> yeah. So did you did you expect the death? I well, I really did not because every I know that was like being teased because there was that little like half a script that someone <laughs> saw like right. months ago when it was filming. And then I was like, it can't just be like that. They can't have it be like so so much and it just be like so, that just be so weird to happen because I knew they were gonna be without uh Kim Cattrall. So I was like, are they really gonna lose two? main players yeah, like in this yeah. new situation so it did really kind of shock me at the at the at the jump with that and now that's... i'm sure they're so happy they did it because so... oh my god yeah. can you imagine okay so like that's what a lot of people are like oh my god did, did they kill him off for that reason no, no i don't think that they would have the wherewithal or like that they would touch that with a 10 foot fucking pole like exactly because no, i'm like not. The allegation started before he was cast as Mr. Big. So I don't think they gave a shit about that. For sure. That, so, for yeah. sure. And okay, so I had a listener write in. Thank you so much. I think her name was Pauline. I'm, I'm blanking on the name. But thank you so much for writing in. Um, brought to my attention, which I can't believe that I missed. We saw them filming in Paris in October. Remember that oh. boat tour goes under the bridge, carrying bigger up there. Everyone's waving. Everyone's freaking out. We had paparazzi pics of Chris Noth and Sarah Jessica Parker filming. So we were probably going to get some really good flashback scenes to their relationship, their marriage, all of that. I'm sure all of which will be now edited out. That's so true. But I also know, I feel like they probably wouldn't do that for them. But I know uh, Kristen Davis said that they filmed fake scenes to throw people off. That is true. And I that wonder if maybe that, but I'm like, do they have, I, mean, I guess HBO has the budget to fly them to Paris just to do that. For some fake outs? <laughs> yeah, for some I fake mean, outs. if they did that, like, honestly, respect. That's that would be incredible. I hope for the editor who has to do the post-production of it, I hope so, so they don't have to scramble out all of the <laughs> big uh, flashbacks to kind of make it a little less uh, insensitive, but here's how. Totally. I mean, yeah, I mean, we literally haven't seen him in the episodes. I mean, there's like one glimpse of a picture, but... Exactly, yeah. Which is it, good, because I think it's going to be triggering for a lot of people. It, no, 100%. And, I, and I, now that it happened, I am so happy it did, because it's like, you really can't have Carrie in a full-on committed relationship for Sex and City to work. I think it's like, even when she was in all the relationships, like there was always that little lingering here and there. 
And now it's great because I love her, like her perspective on dating and everything. And her dating is why we watch the show. So I would love to see it in the new realm of like grief dating and stuff like that. Because I'm sure so many of the fans who grew up watching it are more so in, more or less in her shoes a lot. I'm sure a good amount of people watching are. So it's kind of interesting that they carried it that way. That is a great point. I mean, this is something we talked about in the last episode where it's kind of like, okay, we have to remember we're like not the actual demographic like our age exactly. group <laughs> us living in new york like we're actually not it anymore it's literally for like 50 year old women in ohio and <laughs> I, this is what they want to see like 100 like i if they're in a marriage they probably don't want to watch a show about carrie being in a marriage like they want to experience the excitement of what their life would be if they actually left their husband and moved to New York and were dating in New York. So this is, this, that is perfect. And I want to bring up, I mean, as far as getting into the, the episode, episode four. So when I was on set doing my long ass day um, on it, just like that, there was this gorgeous Middle Eastern woman who was oh. joining the ladies at a table. And I immediately am like, who the fuck is that? She was stunning. I would say even more stunning in person. I'm talking about Seema, obviously. Love and her, yes. She, I, actually, I don't know if she's Middle Eastern. Now that I say that, I should have Googled that. But she, to me, was giving that vibe, regardless, mm-hmm. stunning in every way. And I was so excited for her to kind of premiere on the show. And we got that this week. And while I don't think that she is in any way going to be like a Samantha substitute of sorts, <laughs> she will deliver, I think, everything that this character is intended to. Brought such life into the uh, this new series. For my favorite so far, because I'm like, yeah. thank you. Carrie is sitting with a Cosmo talking about dating, having little silly back and <laughs> forths, making puns about dating apps. I'm like, this is what Sex in the City is. So we're getting, we're returning to that. And I like too that she is kind of like what what I think we all thought Carrie could. She wasn't big, like still trying to do all the dating and all that stuff, like trying to find the person, getting mad at someone who's like sad about her husband dying because she's like, well, I'm single. You know, all the things that like the overdramatic we're getting in SEMA and I think yeah. it is so fun to have that lens with her <laughs> that's an amazing point like SEMA is more like Carrie than she is like Samantha honestly 100%. like this is a good I mean obviously they she needs a wingman what's she gonna do go around with Charlotte's wiped up happy ass and Miranda's you know <laughs> queer awakening like what's, what's she gonna do <laughs> the, Miranda's the gonna be in rehab in two episodes asks. Yeah, Miranda's she's gonna, gonna be, be in rehab with a lesbian AA. lover. <laughs> exactly, she's she's gonna drag Che to AA with her. Um, I don't know what I mean. I was kind of glad to not see a ton of the Miranda drinking storyline. There was just kind of the quick nod of like, "Oh no, not a bottle!" You know, I loved in the last episode Carrie being like, "Can you just actually shut the fuck up?" Like, <laughs> I I don't have time to be dealing with our friends drinking problem on top of everything so if you, if you don't remember exactly. my husband just died i actually don't have time for someone else's drama if you want to take that on yourself thank you yeah it's also that's also how you know we're like, because like uh someone in like their 30s being like should we get a bottle of wine i'm like yeah that's cost effective but then oh i realized god. i'm like oh for like i guess when like if you're in your 50s you're like oh my god don't have a bottle of wine at lunch come on so i mean either that's... that or i i'm drinking with miranda 
Well, that is an amazing point because <laughs> I have not noticed anything insane besides the airplane bottles in her bag. Yes. There's really not like anything too crazy about that. Like, oh, okay, a glass of wine before your college class? Maybe not. Maybe not. But like the the funeral drinking, I'm fine with that. Oh, the, God, yeah. whatever. Like, duh. Like all of this has actually seemed really reasonable to me. And maybe that's maybe that's a reflection on us, Danny. Maybe <laughs> um... <laughs> we're not the we're, we're we're getting the wrong lessons from Miranda. I think we need a Charlotte exactly. in our life to be worried about us. One hundred percent. And I honestly, I don't think I have that. I really don't. I oh. think I I'm fully surrounded by. Um, my my own demographic i was gonna say we got carrie's uh samantha's and seema's now i feel that's all i'm flocking as mentioned this morning via text when i'm talking about our carly ray jepson night i'm like okay we we have um we have a (laughs) a different uh different storyline a different nightcap of 10 gin and tonics yeah that is not i don't think charlotte would love that at all (laughs) oh my god um okay did you decide oh are we gonna decide no, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I did love all of them kind of having their own storyline too, but like with other people, which was fun. I do love that they all made a friend that is a person of color this episode because I guess that is like part of the writing. And, and just uh, like that, but, we have black friends. And yeah. just like <laughs> exactly, but I love that like they made the Charlotte awkwardness on the nose with it too and everything. Oh, but it is I was kind of liking all of them like God. in their own world. Because I'm like, yeah, if you guys are like in your 50s, all like truly in different places, you're not all still just exclusively hanging out with each other. So I like mm. them showing us their realities of like, yeah, like life has changed a little bit. We're still great friends, but we have to do other things too. That's a great point. And Charlotte's storyline, oh. while that was I, that was my hand over my mouth yes. moment, obviously. Or obviously I'm referring to her calling some poor woman Gwen. And, uh, <laughs> that woman handling it profoundly like <laughs> so I know well, who you're yeah. talking about yeah oh my god like it's so funny and when Charlotte's like oh yeah and then you can come over and meet my group of friends like I was like interesting that like I kind of already thought I was like is she gonna like hire a cast of different oh. friends <laughs> like why does she want this woman that she's like trying to impress to meet her like <laughs> grieving um <laughs> grieving friend Carrie her friend Miranda, who literally cannot function without like bringing up a, a black woman's hairstyle, yeah, to her and drunk in her mind, yeah, and then like Anthony and Samford, who are like fighting, or Anthony saying like, you know, your your daughter's not trans, like th- this is not <laughs> the group of people that I think you want to like introduce, but it is whatever, the awakening of the Sex and the City people being like, oh yeah, they, none of them were with the times, like they're all they're all five <laughs> steps back. <laughs> well, yeah. and that's I think, and I like am giving that to them in each episode where I'm like, yeah, we're not starting from a good jumping off point with how much like the the gap in between what has happened in the world since the last time they filmed everything, the choices they made in Sex and the City two, it's just kind of like okay, that, it's a tall task to like update these women to now times but then also like we said a 50 year old woman in ohio is dealing with these same things is oh exactly figure out you know the whatever so god yeah charlotte was you know a mess and i'm glad that they like i thought they were kind of gonna ruin that friendship for her and maybe they will in later episodes but honestly i I know really kind of glad that it didn't fall apart for her i'm not sure why but i was kind of like 
glad when she did that like art monologue where I was like, okay, cool. Now she's like, <laughs> yeah, she really pulled out that, and I was like, God bless that. And it it is fun because I do like seeing Charlotte with like someone who's a little more fun, but like of her like with a mom who like enjoys being a mom and everything like that. Like yeah. it's cool to watch their back and forth. So I hope they let either the friendship ends or they let Charlotte just kind of be like, okay, calm the fuck down, deal with your kid, stop being on like eggshells everywhere, right? And enjoy right. yourself. I know, fucking Harry sweating. Just the usual. (laughs) I mean, I also loved in this one, I feel like they gave us quite a few, like, remember this, like those moments. Like when she's like, I used to work at a gallery. And like, I don't know, the kind of nod to like Magda and the house cleaner kind of Oh, I love that. Yes. Yeah. I was just like, you know, house cleaner. You know, it was just like kind of cute. I actually really did like most of Miranda's scenarios in this I did like I like her with her professor and now I'm kind of getting weird vibes between them of both of them being like I'm like are they gonna are they gonna hook up (laughs) who is Miranda gonna les out with that is the question of the season I don't know answers I know I really don't need answers we need answers I think it it probably will be Jay or maybe they'll back out of the whole thing I could also see that happening for sure and just kind of her finding Steve again or whatever but like like, that's what I'm also so shocked I've never been I never was like gaga over Steve but I never disliked him same bitch I everyone loves Steve I always thought I'm like he's just annoying never is satisfying for Miranda never did anything to be like above and beyond I'm like why are we yeah. making Miranda settle so much? Because she has short hair. Like, can't she, like, find someone who's, like, compatible with her in a better way? So I always thought they weren't, like, a great partnership from the jump. But then I'm like, oh, she's so miserable in her marriage yeah. with him now. Yeah. Well, and I storyline because it kind of does. Like, what we are seeing and why the show is actually interesting is, like, these narratives that we started decades ago are actually coming full circle. So you are seeing, like, where do you end up with when you're when you marry the guy who you were never like obsessed with, but kept going back to for whatever comfort reasons or whatever? Or let's not forget, like they have Brady because of Steve's one ball and she goes back for him and fucks him. So like this is where that narrative might naturally go, which is a sexless marriage where you just eat ice cream and listen to your son fuck all day. I don't know. But like oh god. It's awful. Yeah. That's- so I would like to see her maybe, you know, spread her wings a bit. And do something because I love, because speaking of your, to your point of like the people who are like watching it and relating it to is so hardcore. I loved her thing when she was like, when the professor was like, she goes home to a lonely house and she's like, at the end of the, there's some days I just want to be a judge. I love to go to a lonely house. Yeah. yeah I want to be a judge going home to an empty house. I love an empty house. <laughs> like, I did love that. It's so, I but do. I'm sure it's so real for so many people. Oh my God. No question. And like, that whole, I loved that conversation just because I feel like that is a sweeping, like really seamless, seamlessly written scene to mm-hmm. just kind of sum up like, A, like life itself, but like B, like every choice that all of these characters have made. Kind of like besides Charlotte. I feel like Charlotte's the only one that's really like, well, I just kind of like all my decisions. You know what I mean? Like they're all <laughs> kind of thinking like what hap- what would happen if like the road not taken all these things i thought that was like a really genius way to set up particularly miranda because i feel like that's the one where it's kind of like okay she's the one thinking about how did my life get like this who's in such a tri- yeah cuz that's so true cuz like carries is like a situation was thrown on her versus miranda just like this is the yeah. this is the road map i set out to be and then i, I got to my destination and i'm like fuck i want to make another turn 
I know. That's so God. sad. It would be Miranda, too. Just, <laughs> give her a fucking break. They'll never let the bitch win. Also, her saying alternative types and comedy concert. I feel like that was so... <laughs> I'm like, she can't be this clueless, is the other thing. Like, she... Miranda is a smart, smart woman. In she Miranda's cannot be defense, this clueless. I don't know what I would have called Chase Show either. <laughs> I, I okay. Like, I would have been Fair. Like, like is this a sermon? I would have. I would call it a sermon. I guess Fucking or like yeah, Ted or an Uber pool. Yeah. <laughs> like it would have been an Uber pool. That, that's what it reminded yes. me. Of. Like when was the last time I heard someone shouting so much about something? I like I'm just so confused why they're shouting. And I was like, wow, TBT, TBT Uber pool. Oh, God, <laughs> it's an insane concept at this point. Oh God, right? I'm never. So again. Yes, I do miss. Yeah, I. That was the longest, <laughs> most like. I don't know. I was just the the chase stuff is sometimes I feel like tough to watch, and I hope that this is like a lesson. I actually don't know that there's no non-binary person in the room, but it does not seem that there is. It no, exactly. It seems like someone is doing a lot of like Wikipediaing of like what should happen here, like and just right kind of like or like dots. how do we explain this? Yeah, it really does not seem like that character is written by a non-binary person. And I will tell you, I can almost say for certain there is no comedian in the room because uh, there were no jokes. So <laughs> no, there was nothing. There were no zingers, as Carrie would call no them. Yeah. No zingers to be no found. zingers detected. And no zingers to be found. Hard. The only thing that I enjoyed from that scene was the Charlotte reflecting about her child. Uh, but then I was like, I would have rather it just kind of been like Charlotte having like a quick moment of that and then having an actual more conversation about that, which I'm sure we'll get down the line versus just like the sure. phone call. Because I'm like, I want to see and I'm sure the parents who are watching this, too, with kids who are coming out to them or struggling with that to be like, I want to see that conversation happen, not yeah. this like long ass walk Watch back them just forth. drop it. Watch yeah, us yeah. never <laughs> see the daughter again. No, the, yeah, the, yeah. The kid is gone. The kid the is kid's gone. gone. The In kid's Japan gone. with Stanford. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, okay. Broke my heart. Oh. Yeah. That's not not a clunky way to do it, but a like I mean thinking back to what they probably thought was going to happen. So Willie Garson had stepped away from the filming of the show to take care of his health unexpectedly and I'm guessing they probably thought that he would be back towards the Mm. end of the season and figure it out so maybe they wouldn't have chosen to do it that way had they known that he would not be back ever Um, but I guess that is clean if anything he's getting divorced and he's in Japan so I know it's and it's almost hard too because I'm sure they would have given a more thoughtful tribute of like even maybe exactly. like addressing him dying but they like we just had big fucking die <laughs> three episodes we, we ago. can't have everyone die <laughs> literally Trump, everyone like, around carrie dies oh my yeah, god exactly it's not this is not the undoing <sighs> it's not that hbo show. right yeah. right although if we throw nicole kidman in a wig we can oh. uh we'll switch this right around this will be a big uh murder <laughs> Murder she just mystery. shows up as Lucille Ball as the fourth woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you watched that yet? I haven't, but I've heard it's me either. good. But really? which shocked okay, me. Cool. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see it kind of. I know. I'm when like... everyone it's so funny when people are like, oh my God, she's gonna be so bad. I'm like, well, she is a good actress, so I'm sure she, she will is. do it well. Like it's well, not it's like just they're... like so insane that they're like, well, every single role can be filled by Australian actress <laughs> Nicole Kidman. Like, no matter what it is. 
she will pull it out. I don't know. It's she really does. She really does cover all ground with that. Yeah, I know she's amazing. Um, okay, Carrie getting hit on by Guy Fieri. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> like, I get it. Like, they're just like, we got to show how, like, rough it is for ladies out here. But I'm just like, that man does not live here. Like, also, he cannot afford this uh, town, this home. Totally. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I did kind of like the, I don't, I took it as a dig when they're, like, setting up her apartment. And she's like, Big was never a fan of beige, which seemed to be a Natasha dig. Do you know what I mean? Like, she was just, like, the most beige person. I'm reading into everything entirely too much. But but I love that. Because I think that is so true. Because Natasha, when she was on the scene, she is the embodiment of beige. And in that also, like, she seems like the happiest, most established person. But she's by far the best character on the show. No one is more emotionally uh, intelligent or mature than Natasha. The Ice Cube Ziploc, I was like, this is someone who has... She goes to therapy twice a week. It's so good. She's literally a class, a solid citizen, like incredible. But they did always say like Patricia Field would dress her in beige to just like present how boring uh she was compared to carrie like they tried to make that distinction like in her dressing so i was like mm, interesting interesting that is a fun that is a fun dig i love that because i just think you so see it and also it is so real like seeing their apartment all beige it's just like oh, i know it's so boring and sad yeah i can't it, imagine her not just going back to her studio apartment i mean i know she has so much more stuff but i feel like there's no way she's gonna go to a new, i i can't i just feel like she's gonna be chilling there all, that's what and that's she needs that's kind of what i thought too when like she you know last episode walked herself home i was like oh she's gonna live there no like i thought that when she got the real estate agent it was just to sell the apartment and she's gonna live in her old place but i guess like no she's like i got money like i know why not how did you feel about the old apartment were you like oh my god nostalgia i was Uh like kind of expecting it but i don't know if i got that i don't think i got because it is it because i feel like i forgot that it like got modernized in the two right. movies too you know what i mean because i feel like i don't really watch those as rewatch those as much as i watch the <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> are you serious <laughs> i'm not abu Dhabi, yeah because <laughs> i wanted to see it all like with like the little creeks and the like cute little right. like green desk and like the chair and everything like that and i was like oh it does kind of just seem like all dilapidated the only thing i did laugh at of course is like everything was updated besides her kitchen even though now she right. like, salmon sometimes but i know i kind of was like i feel also that was a moment for her too, where she's like, she went home, but she didn't really feel as welcomed as she used to be. Cause that used to be her hideaway spot. Right. Right. I guess that does make me feel better. Cause I was like, why, why isn't that hitting? I know the steps hit me, but the, the steps for sure. Yes. The end of episode three got me, but then the beginning of four, I wasn't really feeling it that much. I also really liked actually like occasionally they will get it absolutely right with like New York, which is the bodega man. Oh, Forget it. Like, A, not correcting someone who's called you Caroline for (laughs) probably a month, years, years of your life. That's so it. The only way they know how to comfort you is free roll. Free roll. Like, that was the sweetest thing ever. Like, I loved it. And then also just seeing it like like a roll, not like a a roll wrapped in plastic so tight. I'm like, that is what that is. And not, and I love the classic. I don't think they did like 
the New York uh, coffee mug. I'm like, it was just a classic little like paper yeah. little thing that is gonna dingle all around you. It was so nice. And the girl walking in, I love too, just eyeing her tutu, like, what the fuck? Because like, <laughs> it's not. I like that that they had that little like quick moment because it's like, oh, harm is worn off. Like she's not like this like thirty year old now. Like she's a fifty year old woman in a tutu <laughs> at a bodega. I... I am very glad you brought that up because when she put that on, I was like, oh, my God. And then I was like, well, you know what? This is what that woman does to make herself feel good at the end of the day. That's what she does. And I love that there is some shade and as there should be because you would think that that was weird. Well, it's so funny. Like, our reality is different than that reality because if I saw a woman in a tutu like that, I'd be like fucking Carrie Bradshaw <laughs> fucking freak so true. and then in their world she is Carrie Bradshaw there is not in a show called Sex and the City where people wear tutus so then that really is just weird that is yeah, just a like, person in a tutu like someone obsessed with like Lincoln Center Ballet you're just like right what the fuck like, is going on here even guess that. Lake. yeah yeah <laughs> I do also love to it does make me laugh so much because nowadays whenever we're like oh my god like a Carrie you think of like those like like a fashion blog or something like that. But I do love, it's like, no, Carrie doesn't use phones or anything. Like I love the tech not savvy of her still carrying through. And it does make me right. feel good because I never know how to update my phone. So I feel like that is the true Carrie. Not <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, and when they were giving her shit for like having a bad Instagram, I was kind of like, okay, lay off. You know what I mean? Like this is not what she was born to do. Like, no, also, very I'm, few people in their 50s have a good Instagram. And I'm like, the podcast socials, I'm like, don't, doesn't this mythical place that hires three people to do like a podcast yeah. that's like giving them a salary? Like, You're I'm sure there's someone in like, charge of social marketing for that. Yeah, it's not on the the shoulders of the the ancient host. <laughs> also, like, you're, fil- you're recording in what? Like, it looks almost like Sirius XM. Like it, it's just like an insanely high budget. Podcast. It is interesting because I feel well because you know because like when they she gave the address I'm like oh that is the cross streets for Sirius too so I I'm like is this yeah. like a serious podcast that type of situation they're trying to get going and I'm like you know what still like, yeah that makes me feel better about everything if we say it's like on Sirius XM because a like right. they tend to miss the note. And be like, then it's like, okay, yeah, we're working with a soundboard. We're like, you know, doing stuff that's, you know, it's not like a comedian that we would know podcast. Exactly. It's not like this. Yeah, exactly. And like, I want to say that also gave me the idea of like Che being a lot more established than I thought they were at the beginning. I was like, oh, this is someone, I guess, who like would have a serious moment tours and stuff like that i mean has a special right. so like with it so i'm like okay that's also where carrie's getting this money that she says she needs <laughs> from the podcast and it gives right. a little bit more of like legitimacy to it right and i think it was probably the most powerful uh you know little cameo character that we've had which is the blonde girl yelling at them i was like okay she is she's did love that. going off yeah it's kind of like okay good someone has some energy in here because i feel like the casting of the guy, too, like, I get it. They want to do, like, schlubby comedian, but I'm just, like, ugh. some of it, I don't know. I really have a lot of a lot of issues with um, all of the, the podcasting, well, as I've talked I, about. Yeah, because it's just so much where I'm, like, why is this, like, so, because that's also the funny thing, too, bringing up, like, radio, where I'm, like, why is this kind of, like, shock jockey? Like, no one is listening to a podcast to be, like, ooh, like, why aren't you talking about Master? I'm, like, what? Like, 
I get it being like a sex podcast or something in that regard, but also at the same time, I'm like, why does it have to be like so, so gross like that? Or like it's so very, much? Yeah, it's very like topic driven and to the point where like this week we're talking about masturbation. Like what? Like no podcasts I feel like are not of that format kind of. Or I don't know. It's very bizarre. No, it is. Because also because I do, it is funny because I saw someone on TikTok say where it's like, Carrie should just have her own like podcast that might not be in this big studio but then it's like the over like her like um voiceover in it like her column used to be and everything and I was like oh because I do miss the voiceover moment of it all because that hasn't really happened yet yes like literally one line at the end of the episode I think that's what I thought it was gonna be like when we heard that Carrie was gonna be a podcaster I kind of thought that she was gonna get and maybe she still will, but I thought she was going to get like majorly canceled. And oh. I thought it was going to be because she has just like talking, talking, you know, and just like says something insane. Where, but where I don't she know. Says, yeah. Where she says like, like she said it like in the old series, like bisexual is just a one bisexual way to get to gay don't t- exist. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. This is like the thing. Like if I were writing or if I were in the room, I would really like, encourage everyone to like face that shit like very head on like yeah pull up like quotes and shit from her articles that like everyone's gonna like the literally the stuff that everyone makes lists about now on like the cut where it's like top 10 like cringy sex and city moments i would literally like take some of those actually work it into the narrative of those things coming back to bite her in the ass and that maybe it will so true maybe they will i do think now that well, a like i feel like there will be a second season of this and I'm shocked that you weren't writing for the first one because I feel you just Thank have to you be. Much. And the second I do would love like someone because like then they just have like a TikTok calling Carrie to be cancelled with like screenshots of yes. like Xerox of her things because that is what would happen. Like I mean you see I mean, we've well, seen that happen with so many people around her age. Yes. 100%. When you put a person of that age on a major podcast at SiriusXM Studios, what's the first thing they're going to do? Bring up the shit they wrote about in the 90s. And like if you're fully saying like bisexual people don't exist um you know my friend samantha has trans women outside of her window you know what i mean like <laughs> shit like that like any of that could uh really and be also a, especially a good way to because she's on such a sexually free and talking about so many like uh like sexual topics in such like a fluid free way with a non-binary host i'm like she almost right. like her column was the polar opposite of that oh my god <laughs> completely completely it's it's so funny and it's funny that she would ever wind up on that podcast, like that a uh, comedian who is having Netflix specials would <laughs> randomly choose like a writer from the 90s who is actively afraid to talk about sex <laughs> unless it's like her own dating life in a very specific way in a column, you know, asking questions like there's no like freedom that Carrie has to uh, express herself sexually also- as the masturbation episode showed yeah that is also so true because it's like they have because the, they want the x y and me where it's like the male and female perspective it's like but why did they just pick this random woman who's 20 years older than all of them 100%. to be the voice of reason for it i know i know it's really it's true it's they're going for it and they're uh and i'm least. here i'm here i am glad we saw carrie with a cigarette again which oh. my <laughs> i was like this bitch hasn't had a cigarette yet since her, I mean, I really didn't notice, to be honest with you. Like, they didn't make a big deal about her quitting, which I feel like 
they could have or oh, her with like a jewel or something like that like that would have been hilarious to like open it with Carrie jeweling <laughs> first app I would have been like yes we're here we're, we're locked in look at her technology she's up with the times in at least one way and she would have a cute little necklace with it too oh my, gosh. Oh my god oh, wow. exactly jewels, yes. exactly it would have been great but it was a fun moment, and I feel like that's actually, like, such a solidifier for the friendship with Seema to, like, okay, this bitch smokes, too. Like, we're both trying to not, like, here we go. And, like, I was waiting for because I feel like that still picture of her was everywhere, like, just kind of uh, looking like, a little haggard. Everywhere. <laughs> but, oh, my God, right? Because it reminded me sunnies. of her uh, New York Magazine cover where she was just, totally. like, single and fabulous. Yeah. Totally. It was pulled back that. And I know I do like that, like, Seema and her, like, she's kind of getting to show all of the old parts of her where it's like, yes. oh, she's changing with her new friend, with her old friends, but not with this new girl, which is kind of like true when, like, you meet a new person, you're like, oh, I can still run the gamut with you before you realize that you're tired of all this. <laughs> totally. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> actually, she doesn't seem self centered at all. And then she knows, like, she knows, like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. And that was actually a really good scene, I think, too with um Carrie you know freaking out about the the frame breaking and like you're insensitive about my husband but I felt that even before they showed Seema kind of like glancing away when she's like it's good you're still putting yourself out there like that's such a weird like mom thing to say like and so condescending to say it's like so condescending and also something that like Carrie pissed about in the old episode in the old series when like they'd be like Exactly. Oh, Mr. Wright's out there and stuff like that. I'm like, Harry, you have written columns shitting on people who have said what you said. So it is, I'm oh, glad you got totally. called out for that. <laughs> for sure. And that brings it back to your point of like Seema bringing back the old Carrie. Like she has clearly, truly lost the plot in some ways. And I guess, you know, this is us seeing Carrie after being happily married, which like we didn't think was really going to happen. Because even in the second movie, She's not like we are in wedded bliss. Like that's there. She was restless. She was restless. Big was like watching that like fishing show all the time or something. And so like <laughs> fucking it was like it was not good. So like she did have it. Like, of course, we will not see it. But that does change you. It, to a certain, it definitely does. Yeah, she she had the happy. I know because that's what honestly I thought it was going to start with them being divorced, not dead. And then I was like, oh well, here we are. <laughs> well, that's my thought too. So like when we were filming at Quality Bistro in Midtown, I feel like I can talk about this now. I know it gets good. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're saying yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get that extra. Okay, so um, <laughs> so but they were actually like so threatening about us posting oh, on I, social. Oh, so I, I mean, because like, it is the show. Of yes. course, yeah, of course. Um, and it, who knows? It could have been a fake scene, but there was like <laughs> we're like sitting at a table, and there's no way they can put me in this. If they do, it'll be hilarious. But like, I did not act for one second. Like all of these, you know, they're like trying to, you know, pretend we're having dinner or whatever. And I was like, shut the fuck up! I'm trying to like watch this, and so I'm like leaning into their conversation, listening, and it is all about Carrie going on her first date post that. So I was kind of like, okay. And it's so funny that I didn't think that he died right away. Like, I was like, okay, well, they're divorced. They started out and they get divorced. And um, so, yeah, kind of dumb on my part. No, because the thing is, like, because I'm like, when you when someone's dead, you're like, that is the final. Like, they are not coming back in the show because that's why they left the Samantha. Because that's what I assumed they would have were just, like, with some fake out excuse. I wasn't expecting London, but that does work. Uh, where I'm like, because yeah, they want to have the think door about open. about that? I, you're right. Door should be open for Samantha because Kim Cattrall could change her mind at any point. But do you like the way that they handled 
No, because that. I also didn't know. Some, like I didn't like I know she was her publicist, but I feel like also she did such big clients that she always just did Carrie as like a favor. Yeah. So I don't think she really lost any money from Carrie. And also, if the book in the book industry <laughs> changed <Right>. so much, <laughs> like Samantha would have also known that and been like, "Yeah, no, this isn't. You're not. I'm losing money." supporting you let's just go back to being friends or something like for that. sure and <laughs> like did we ever besides the episode of the book cover i have never really been like oh yeah samantha is carrie's publicist like no! I guess when the book came out or whatever but like that was not a major part of their relationship at all and also not in the either of the movies where it wasn't at all either no no that's a good point in the movies we didn't see any of that i don't know i think i talked about this in a previous episode but i think it's like a horrible mistake to not make that like the central focus. Obviously it's hard to, when you truly don't have an actress to portray the other side of it. But I honestly think they could have done it with just like, you know, texts or emails and stuff. Like, I don't know. I think that could have been a really powerful part of it. And again, maybe it will be more of the plot as the season goes on, but like to lose a friend of, you know, 20, 30 years. Yeah. That is such a major life event or, like, emotional trauma. Like, obviously, maybe not so much as your husband dying right after that. But I think, like, killing him off and making that the main storyline was not not the move. I know. And I, I wonder, my only... Maybe they were like, oh, if they see them, like, not being mean to Samantha and not being that sexual, maybe they'll... It, like to be like Kim come back come back even though I really feel like she <laughs> will not be coming back but I know no. what you mean because I'm like we can't really there's always the elephant at the table when they're not talking about it because it's like and I think that is why the conversations get a little clunky and even because Samantha was always totally. like the button at the end that wrapped everything up saying the funny stuff or the kickoff and now there's like none of that because it's like the thing too where I'm like if like Charlotte will never really bring up the Miranda drinking Samantha would have said it the first episode to her. Like, exactly. she was so good. Because also the thing, like, people I feel like never appreciate, like, Samantha was always, like, she did her own stuff a lot, but she was never self-centered to the point, like, she always supported all the other girls, like, totally. without a shadow of a doubt. Ver- themselves much so. <laughs> 100%. Or Miranda was just kind of, like, laying down, like, nothing's about me, it's all about you. Like, it was just kind of, like, uh-huh. the dynamic is so off when I see the three of them eating together. It's actually quite boring it really is yeah that's why i like having all the meals with other people this time because it's like oh at least this is like a little more fun well just when you're talking i realized i'm like okay like it's almost as if everyone all of these characters have found their fix to the situation like they've all there's not going to be one friend that solves it for the group although stanford was kind of filling that last episode and it sucks because that would have been a really clean way to do it because he is so funny. But it's almost as though they've all found their third friend. That's so true because Samantha was really like the sounding board for them too. So like they all have the people to like project what they're feeling and stuff like that without really a retort or anything like that. And they just all have a feeling. I know this because I love the Stanford Charlotte scene where he's like, I know you don't think I'm part of the group, but I'm here. And I was like, oh, I would have loved to watch that play out. That's my favorite. <laughs> it's so good. Things ever happened. Well, this has been building for years. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is the. I, mean, <sighs> I like feel like I'm going to talk about this every single episode, but just like that truly fucking sucks. That was a person who was not done. At no. All. Was not done. It's a, a, genuinely a huge loss for 
for the community. That's so sad. I know. And especially because, like, for all the, like, for him and all, they added such a level to the show and such so much fun. Because, like, Samantha was the comic relief and he kind of took the place of that in such a natural way. We're like, uh, yeah. I know. That's horrible. Well, do you have any um, predictions? Any guesses of what you think may happen in the series? Well, I hope this isn't true, but a lot of people have been saying we're focusing on in on the colonoscopy. I don't know if Harry oh, no. is going to have it because like Charlotte's life is a little too perfect right now. I don't know if mm. he's going to go through a scare of anything. I, I will jump up because he's my favorite. I mean, ugh. <laughs> and there I can't is imagine. No, better man. no, there is no better man. And I can't imagine them doing that after big so i hope not i feel i mean carrie of course will write a bestseller about grief it's going to be the new carol ratzawell mm-hmm. yeah and i you know and i don't like miranda i feel like they're not gonna have her go to rehab i think she's just gonna be like you know i'm done like so i think it's gonna be like sort of like that and i predict aiden will somehow appear he has to right he has to and i hope it's not in a dating sense because i'm like we can't really go all the all the way back but i would love to see maybe <laughs> he also lost his wife and they can like just kind of be like pals in griefdom sort Ooh. of thing. I could see that happening because I like that. I think that's like what John Corbett kind of deserves in this because there yes. have been so many annoying Aiden run-ins. I mean, they are powerful and whatever, but like we're always just running into Aiden. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, so much. It's, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think for Carrie in life, like that might be like a true backwards regression, mm-hmm. but true to form. And uh, like she, she does love going backwards. Yeah. So she could be some moment of desperation that brings her to like reach out to him and yeah. Okay. Oh, and I, love and I feel Brady's uh girlfriend is gonna get pregnant. Ooh. Because uh, a lot of sex call. is going on there. A lot oh of sex God. is going and on Maria there. Was like, you got to get an abortion. Yeah. To me. <laughs> We're going to remember <laughs> how liberal Miranda actually mistakes. was back in the day and be like, I'm exactly. driving you to Planned Parenthood. <laughs> 100%. And honestly, I think that would be great to show um, the moms in Ohio as well. 100%. I think all of this is, that is, I love that. I, okay. I haven't really delved into this. How did the, what, the Miranda's son scenario how are you I mean obviously brutal to watch it's so brutal because I'm like oh Brady was just a little I'm like such a little baby but I do like that I'm like okay yeah like teenagers grow up to be a piece of shit sometimes and it is kind of like it does remind me of all like of why I'm like oh this is I don't think I want would ever want to raise a kid Mm. in the city because I'm like oh they they're just like why are you talking to your parent like that I'm like have some have some manners have some respect and like don't just leave condoms on the floor it is insane to me. I'm like, did everyone in the city grow up like that? Because right. I would have loved that. That would honestly be my, like, ideal teen years. Like, wow. That was... Just smoking weed at insane. funerals, yeah. Yeah, smoking weed at funerals and being allowed to fuck in my house. Like, <laughs> right. what? And talking what about the it. the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really crazy. I don't, like, <laughs> I don't know if I read this somewhere or somebody said this to me, but it's like, that's really the only sex we've seen besides big jerking off, which unfortunately <laughs> I was like passively horny about. And the like that to me is very sad to like, like I really do hope that we see these women in some sexy scenarios and not just like joke, like, Oh, having sex when you're older is so awkward. But like, I want to see like good, solid choreographed sex scenes. Yes. Having some passion. Yeah. Oh, so I we'll see. So. We'll <laughs> see about that. We'll see. 
Well, Danny, this has been a pleasure and oh, an honor. Oh my God, this is so much fun. Thank you so much. Oh my God, please. And is there um any way or what do you have going coming up? I should Ooh, ask. I have. Uh, well, you can. I have my podcast out every Monday. Not another true crime podcast with Betches. Oh, so good. Which is fun. Yes, and then I do for page six. I do Housewives recaps on their website and YouTube. So whenever a Housewives yeah. episode comes out, right after that. It's a fun party. <laughs> That's so fun. It's fun. Yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> oh my god, I'm obsessed with you. When Ugh. the apocalypse ends temporarily again, we absolutely must get a drink. I would love that. Yes, please. Oh my god. Well, I love you so much. Love you, girl. Have a fabulous holiday in oh, whatever yeah. indoor trap scenario it has. And muddling through. Muddling, muddling through, through. Muddling through. I hope you have plenty of wine. <laughs> uh, oh, definitely. Oh, my God. All right. Thanks, babe. All right. Bye, babe. Ooh.